Chapter 63 Home Really isn't that much left to tell. Shane took possession of Dayside. Greywald poetry hunters, too distraught and confused to do anything about it. No more killing. For now, anyway. Which is what a non-freeman wanted. Brock Greywald was gone. His poetry hunters would go armed for battle with the Shane no more. I don't know how long it will last. Killing frenzy was past. Guns were gone. But the anger was still there. The rage and the blistering hatred couldn't be so easily forgotten. Only a matter of time before the fair folk provided them with new toys with which to drink the other's blood. None of which I knew. I'd learn about it later. Beowulf Drake told Alicia Firelight Del Morgan. I just happened to be there. He returned me to Del Morgan. Before he left, he told her everything I had done and all the trouble I had caused. It was strange, listening to these events as if they had happened somewhere else to someone else. Much of what Beowulf said, I was learning for the first time. In the end, I had abandoned the Shane. I had led them to Dayside to fight, which isn't what Anon Freeman had wanted. He had known what was necessary, and he had known what was right. I had tricked him. In the end, I had seen my goal and my prize, without even realizing I was striving for it. The Shane had become a means to my end. The librarian of Dayside had told me that my memory, life, and heart were within the walls. He'd even warned me that they could exist in the library only so long as I didn't enter and look for them. The library of forgotten dreams could only contain something lost as long as it was lost. I didn't believe. I didn't care. I had played my gamble, reaching for my life. Hadn't been there. Strange, really, to have nothing, no memory of what had come before. It was almost as if I had been born in that instant with that one among all the fair folks standing in the door. No. Memory had been taken from me slowly, in fits and pieces, so I wouldn't notice it slipping away. Del Morgan had asked me questions of my past. Remember. Gone. Like Hobbes' friend, she had taken fragments from my memory as payment for Dragon's Breath. All I had to do was speak, and they were gone. That's what Del Morgan did when she asked me about my past. In telling her about my life, she had taken it away from me. I still remembered strange things, ghosts and shards and fragments. If I thought about my past, I could remember that I had been married. I remember that I hated my job. I had been something. What? Like to draw? Graphic design? But, but the job had become more and more managerial. More and more political. Requiring less and less drawn. I think that was it. I don't remember. 
So occasionally there were slivers and fragments, lost pieces of memory. Everything that mattered had been taken away from me by that one standing in my door. But Alicia Firelight Del Morgan had taken my heart. I wanted it back. I wouldn't be free until I had it. I had learned something. All the time I was a slave to Del Morgan, I'd lived in fear. That she wouldn't need me, that she wouldn't want me, that she would see no further need for me. Crush my heart, watch me die. The touch of her fingers on my heart had held me, but I'd learned something, or believed something. Del Morgan wouldn't kill me. She wouldn't punish me for disobeying. I wanted to defy her. Forcing her to kill me would cause her much inconvenience and loss of good money on her investment. So she couldn't punish me by killing me. In fact, the only way she could punish me was to force me to live. This gave me a strange sense of satisfaction. I could defy her. I could botch errands. I could disappear for weeks or months, and she would do nothing. I was free. I belonged to her, but I was free. I could walk right out the door and never return, and she would do nothing. She hadn't even searched for me when I hadn't returned with Lucifer's widow. Jack had taken that task upon himself. Beowulf had returned me. She had done nothing. So you see, Beowulf Drake, standing in Del Morgan's living facing Alicia Firelight Del Morgan. He has caused much trouble. Are you suggesting he is defective? Del Morgan. That I was overcharged? No, nothing of the kind. With all due respect, a drake must be trained. Oh, he will be trained. You can tell the one who sent you that after you leave. Nobody sent me. Of course. With nothing more to be said, Beowulf Drake departed, leaving me behind. Standing quiet, subdued, Del Morgan did nothing but look at me. Hannah and Romana lost somewhere behind her, whispering to each other, trying not to be overheard. You have caused much trouble, Drake. I shall be forced to offer Hale some sort of reparation. Not that I care. I never liked the state he kept the poetry hunters in. No, that's not what bothers me. I sent you after Lucifer's widow, a very simple task. And yet it caused all this trouble, and you don't even return with my book. It escaped me in that moment, the bark of a laugh exploding from between my teeth. James Joyce never wrote it. You want Lucifer's widow? Here! I held up my hand as if holding a book between my fingers. I imagined it to be a hard-bound work of at least a thousand pages. Whispering of voices stopped. Del Morgan looked at me as if I had just found a coin behind her ear. She didn't laugh. She didn't even crack a smile. But she took the book from between my fingers. It didn't exist. It wasn't there. James Joyce never wrote it. But she acted as if I held something. She moved as if she had taken Lucifer's widow from me. Thank you. She said, and turned, and left. I could have left at any time, never looking back. Why'd I stay? Because sometimes people send us after dragon's breath when they want us to fetch the water of life. But more importantly, 
I wasn't going to leave without my heart. And there was one other thing that would hit me later. She hadn't given me permission to speak. This audio recording of The Purple of Gideon and the Tale of the Donkey is copyright 2011 by Keith T. Jones. All rights reserved.